Welcome to the 91st Minute. I'm Ryan Shop, and I'm joined, as always, with Tom Hayes. Tom, how are you this week? I'm good. Um, good? A little less prepared than most weeks because of uh, one certain event. But that was actually quite a bit of sport on this week, actually. Yeah. Uh, sport lovers uh, across the, the world, the country, uh, wherever you may be, um, there was a lot going on. Um, which yeah. is good. Uh, a lot of football um, of, well, a lot of football. Um, some There's racing. Boxing as well. Boxing, racing. Yeah. Bloody hell. Boxing. Sport yeah. out. Uh, pity that um, there's no live events where we are. Um, yeah. But it is Geographically, it is, it? yeah. Ge- well, yeah. Geographically. Uh, that is true. That's generally what is meant by where we are. No, well, in Australia, it's not, events, but not in not Victoria. Mentally, where we are as, <laughs> at, at that state, there are many sporting events. Um, yeah. Um, what are we on about? With the, I don't know. With the lockdown. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, enough of that. Uh, so in this podcast, in this week's podcast, uh, we'll go through the Premier League results. Um, so a crazy week of Premier League action the week of the underdog kind of maybe who knows the unexpected results perhaps um big uh points had gained dropped depending on your perspective um very tight race right now yeah um it's a four-way race probably at the moment at least Um, right now it's more than that well i suppose yeah brighton could be at the top of that race, so it's five or six. Um, yeah. Anyway, moving on, we'll have a, a little bit on the rundown, something pretty big to talk about, um, maybe some other things as well. Uh, no transfer whispers um, this week. Um, as the usual, it's just come off the transfer window, so not a lot to talk about there. Uh, then we'll move on to a massive week of fixtures with the Premier League match day two set to kick off on Wednesday. The what? Uh, before that, we'll talk about the last game in Premier League match week six, um, and then. Oh my god! I've just realised I haven't oh, added. <laughs> I haven't oh, added Premier League week. match week <laughs> oh, seven. No, no, no. Yeah, go on. Keep going. I'll, I'll do this while you're doing that. And that's it. That's it. Oh well. Um. Well, yeah, we'll go straight to the results. We'll talk a little bit further in depth with those crazy. Fixtures. Alrighty, so this week on the results, um, as we've probably said about five or six times already, uh, a bunch of upsets, unexpected wins uh, that we'll go through. Um, we've got nine of the 10 games in match week six, one of them playing in literally about seven hours from now. I don't know if that's right. No, wait. Literally. About nine, uh, about nine about hours from seven now. Seven hours. Yeah. Give or take two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, firstly, we'll uh, kick off with Manchester United losing to Aston Villa 1 0 at Old Trafford uh, in very controversial. Oh, not controversial. I say exciting mainly because I'm not a Man United fan, but circumstances. I think Ollie would call them controversial. Um, so, yeah, uh, horse or house. Horse or house uh, scored the winner in the 88th minute from a set piece from the corner, I believe. 
um, which Ollie thought was offside, which was obviously not offside. Um, but yeah, yeah, and then Man United received a penalty in, I think it was the 91st or 90th minute, which weirdly enough, I think Bruno, it was weird to see Bruno step up for the penalty. I think it was the first time we've seen both of those. I mean, a penalty for me United since Ronaldo come over. So we'd expect Ronaldo to take it. Um, but yeah, and then he's obviously missed, blazed it over the bar. Plenty memes have come from it. Um, but yeah, I think a missed opportunity by Man United just to even save a point at that spot at that point. Um, but the whole game, as we'll talk with a lot of these games, was just not their day. Um, I think it's one way to put it. Yeah. Definitely not their day. Um, Well-deserved, I think, by Villa in the end. Um, uh, Emmy Martinez certainly celebrated uh, in front of the the, uh, supporters of United. Um, Yeah. Look for he did like a little dance. (laughs) Then he's gone wide, and even when the uh, the ref come into. I don't know. Some players had a little tussle after the penalty. He was pointing at Ronaldo like, you should have taken it. Like, I, I wanted you to take the penalty or something. Shit, assery. Yeah, something um, ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, we have another, I'd probably say a similar game. Uh, Chelsea and Man City. City defeating Chelsea at Stanford Bridge 1-0. Um, yeah, we had Gabriel Jesus scoring a goal via deflection, I'll add, in the 53rd minute, uh, which consequently gave them the win. Um, I'll let you give your piece first. Um, yeah, it was an odd goal. Um, I'd say they're pretty evenly matched throughout the whole game. Um, just that wasn't really an opportunity. It was just a... Um, just coincidence or just like, they were lucky to get it. I think it wasn't a good shot or anything. Um, Chelsea had a few chances later on after the goal, which they arguably should have scored. Um, but I think a draw would have been fair, but Man City doing well to get the three points here, I think. Yeah. I was. A, it didn't look as even on paper, but again, paper can be deceived. Like the stats on paper can be deceiving. Um the one thing that I will point out is there was n- Chelsea didn't register a shot on target for the whole game, but mm. I, I, City only managed to put four, um, which again, for, for two sides that seem to have a fair bit of firepower, <laughs> only yeah, four shots odd. on target for the whole game is a bit odd. Um, but yeah, I think on paper, it looks like City deserved the win, but maybe this the, should have been tied. I'm not too sure. Didn't watch it. <laughs> Too busy watching the grand final. Anyway, um, next up, we have Everton uh, defeating Norwich 2-0. Norwich still winless, pointless, I should say, um, throughout this campaign. Andros Townsend. Pointless Norwich. <laughs> Andros Townsend uh, opened the scoring with a 29th-minute penalty, and then Decore uh, doubled the lead in the 77th minute. I think all from... Uh, oh my god, what was I gonna say? From the oh my god, what? How do I say this? 
compared to all the other games where they're all yeah. <laughs> shocks. I think this one was the least shocking result. Um, but yeah, I think um, I haven't really looked. Again, this is where the unpreparedness comes in. I haven't even had a chance to look at the thing. A thing another thing with Norwich, again, they've held a lot of possession in all of their games against every team they face. And they in here, they've held more, more jewels won. I mean, you'd probably expect that when a lot of the ball's coming over your back or your back line. Similar shots, similar shots on target. The goal's pretty good from Everton from what I saw, so I think they deserve the win. Um, but, yeah, Norwich, <laughs> close but not close enough again. Um, moving on to the next game, Leeds, another team without a win, uh, were defeated by West Ham 2-1 at Elland Road. Rafinha put Leeds ahead early on in the first half. I think they went 1-0 up into half time. Um, and then an own goal by Furpo in the 67th minute, deflecting off a shot from Jared Bowen. Uh, Mikel Antonio with the winner in the 90th minute, uh, crushing Leeds Hearts. Well, I mean, saving three points from West Ham or two points at that stage. Um, I think another one where West Ham probably deserved the win. And another non-shocking uh, game here. Um, what are you? Oh, I should do a yes or no here. I can't think of one. Unprepared. What do you think is the go with Leeds and why they they're failing? They're fa- failing to find results at the moment. Tough one. Um, not not sure. Because if I don't think it's, I don't think they're unlucky either. I think there is a performance issue. They are underperforming, especially from last season. Hmm. They haven't had any outs. Um, they haven't changed the way that they played. I, think I mean, that, maybe the one teams... thing I will point out is, well, sorry, they 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 are missing a lot in defence. I think Calvin Phillips is playing centre half in in the League Cup. Um, yep. Ailing was injured. They've had plenty of outs, and it will hurt them. But yeah, uh, another one that. Yeah, got I don't think there's nothing. Striking. Um, could be a case of the famous second season syndrome mm. um, that took uh, Sheffield uh, last season. <clears throat> Let's hope it doesn't take Leeds. Similar fashion but, too, how Sheffield had a decent season in their first season. Yeah. But Hopefully what I would say is Bielsa and the way he sets up and the way he plays and the training and everything, I think will will have them in good stead anyway for the longevity of the Premier League season, uh, I think it it'll have to come back around again. Um, yeah. Now I don't know if they will finish as high as they did last season, but I don't think they'll get relegated. Um, I think yeah, maybe. Um, some of their or you think about some of their players um, playing international as well, which they're probably not used to. Um, yeah, I don't know. I can't put my finger on one thing in particular. I don't think there's anything wrong with wrong with the way that they play necessarily. Um, but yeah, I think if I had I to think have it's a guess, something that we'll figure out yeah. later on. Yeah, if I had to have a guess, I mean, I think they were the a second second worst defense last season behind West Brom. Um, and now with the additional outs to the defense, Con- it's only going to make it worse. Conceding's yeah, conceding is definitely has been their problem, and they didn't really bring in anyone necessarily. Um, no one of to deal with that. 
No, they could have looked for, say, a new goalkeeper, but I don't know. Mesley is decent. But yeah, they need yeah. they need to reduce because they have the firepower. They just need to reduce how many goals they concede. And yeah, sure. Yeah, but they also don't have a big budget. Probably one of um, the smaller budgets now, um, especially because their history with um, financial trouble. They're probably straying away from spending big money, and uh, Barcelo Bielsa can find cheaper players. Um, that no one's ever heard of and will turn out to be good eventually. Yeah, he does uh, his own scouting of sorts. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, but I don't know. Is that all? Yeah. So keep an eye on. Yeah. Well, the next three, we have a 2-2 a draw, a 1-1 draw, and a 3-3 draw. So we can debunk some of these. We have uh, Leicester and Burnley with the 2-2 the, the draw. Uh, Jamie Vardy scoring three of them, one of them being an own goal in the 12th minute. Uh, then he equalized in the 37th minute. Maxwell Cornet uh, scored his first Burnley goal in the 40th minute just before halftime. And then Jamie Vardy found the equalizer in the fifth, uh, 85th minute, I should say. But yeah, again, Leicester, another team that are, I think, underperforming comparison to last yep. year. And, and their team on paper massively... Is underperforming, I think. Yeah, but they once again they didn't bring anyone in. Um, and if you want to stick it with the big dogs, really, unlike I think Brighton is obviously an outsider. But if you look at City, Chelsea, Liverpool, not so much. But they, I mean, they their list didn't is arguably really need better anyway. But yeah, I think it, I think for Liverpool it will show later in the season. I think that lack of depth and um fresh blood as a sense will probably show. Um, but when you look at City, credible depth. So Chelsea, Man United now. Um, mm. arguably, I'd say Man United is probably the best team on paper. Um, but yeah, I think that if you want to stick it out for the one of those Champions League places, you need to be bringing in players consistently. Um, being millions of dollars on new facilities, which are good. I've seen them. They're not pictures. Um, but I think that m- some of that money would have been better spent in um, new players. But still, they probably still have some of that Harry Maguire money as well. Um, yeah. And Leicester's not unappealing, I don't think, to a, and ben to some money. players. Um, but they, they had, need to be more few, appealing. Yeah. Had a few, Chile. Yeah, a few major ones, um, yeah. Anyway, um, but that could be one of the suggestions. Yeah. Burnley, consistently average. So, <laughs> no surprises here. Would they take that as a compliment, you reckon? Consistently yeah, average? Yeah, I'm sure would. Because what they can do with this shoestring budget they have is remarkable. Um, he's, he's a great manager, honestly. He deserves a shot at one of the Leicesters or the... Arsenal's or you know Tottenham of the world. Maybe that's I the think. reason why Burnley are so average. I don't think it's their budget. No, there's no way. Put if you put Ole Gunnar Solskjaer in Burnley, they would be relegated. <laughs> they would because, right. or or if you put um, Jose Mourinho in Burnley, they'd be relegated. It's just because yeah, it's very. You it's put just Pep Guardiola very in Burnley, they'd be relegated. Team. 
Yeah. It's like Sean Dyche is the Klopp only Tuchel, manager, maybe, but... the only manager that can, that can manage Burnley. They are a, a top five championship team playing mid-table in the Premier League. Go yeah. through their team, have a look. That's pretty apt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the amount of money I'm they bring as well. I'm agreeing with you for once. Yeah. So <laughs> he works miracles. Um, it's old yeah. fashioned. It's good classic football, but it works. Um, and that's, I think, I'm going a bit of rant, but that's some of the things some of these teams are missing. Is that like Arsenal. It's a thing of the past of, now. Yeah, but Arsenal, I think, realized it too. And I think in the game against Tottenham, especially, they've kind of worked on it. It's going back to the basics, the things they need to learn. Um, because if you can't get the basics right, you can't do all the fancy stuff yeah. as well. Um, Very true. And Pep gets angry because sometimes his team can't do the basics. Yeah. Um, because he doesn't teach them. He doesn't go through that. He goes through all these, you know, tick attack. And it's great when he has the caliber of a player to do it. But when he's got some injured players, it won't work. Um, but anyway, yeah. Sean Dyke, yeah. good lad. <laughs> uh, moving on. We've got four games left. We'll uh, breeze through them. Uh, another draw we have Watford and Newcastle. One all. Sean Longstaff put Newcastle ahead. Ismail Assar, again, the uh, or getting points for Watford. Uh, he's on another player on fire. Um, probably deserves a team better than Watford, if I'm honest. Similar to like St. Maximin and Zaha. Oh, uh, one of those types of players, I think. The thing is, with Newcastle, I, I kind of disagree. I think St. Maximin, he wouldn't want to go anywhere else at the moment. Um, because they Traore, have very good Adama Traore. Those it's, it's all those types of players are exciting, but they're not playing for a big team. Yeah, but not the saying they team... want to beat another team, but they probably could um, take their game to the next level if they did. Um, manager, what's his name? Who? Steve Bruce. Steve yeah. Bruce isn't getting the finances as well. If you yeah, look at well, Newcastle, they yeah, give you nothing. nothing Newcastle. Multiple times. Um, and they do pour, pull in a little bit of revenue, especially with their supporter base and mm-hmm. season tickets alone and the big stadium they have uh, and even sponsorship opportunities um, because their owner is not a... On 88. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, moving on uh, to the final draw of the match week. Uh, Brentford and Liverpool at Brentford Community Stadium. Did I get that right? Yep, <laughs> lovely. Uh, fortress. Eth- yeah, Ethan Pinnock opened the scoring in the first, uh, in this 27th minute. Diego Jota uh, with the immediate reply four minutes later. Pinnock was on my FPL team when I took him off. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Who'd you bring in? I Who'd sold him. In there? I can't remember, but I sold him because I got him after yeah. the first thing. And you go, that's stupid. It was just one game. Um, <laughs> and it cost me nothing he- too. Like, Yeah, he's cheap as chips. Um, anyway. Uh, Mohamed yeah. Salah put Liverpool ahead after halftime. Yanelt equalised. And then straight after that, uh, Curtis Jones with a uh, out-of-the-box goal, outside-of-the-box goal. And then they Brentford equalised again with Wissa in the 82nd minute. Um, as frustrating as this was to watch, especially because I was <laughs> completely plastered and I had work <laughs> at eight, 10 in the morning. And this is yeah. at 2.30 in the morning. Like, I don't know if it was because I was, like, <laughs> absolutely drunk. But the game was actually 
I mean, it might, it might have masked the frustratedness and it, it actually made me enjoy the game like as a little it bit. It was more a good neutral. game. Well, from what That's I what watched. I mean. Um, but then I watched it back in the morning. I was like, how have they lost this game? <laughs> or how have they lost drop points, I should say? Um, Brentford did a fantastic job. Yeah, they have done um, all year, I think. Um, yeah. To Sheffield and Leeds in the last couple of years. Um, I think in this game there was something. Hang on. Yeah, so Mohamed Salah became the uh, fastest Liverpool player to score 100 top-flight goals in 151 games um, for a single club, that is. So I think he scored one at Chelsea back in his Chelsea days. So he got his 100th Premier League goal last game week. 100th Liverpool Premier League goal this game week, and he's the fourth fastest in Premier League history to score 100 goals for a single club, which is... Awesome. Um, so yeah, yeah, probably we've talked about Mohamed Salah like the last three weeks. Probably don't need to do it again. Just another interesting uh stat. Uh, next up we have Southampton and Wolves, where Wolves uh got another win. They're winning one nil. Raul Jimenez scoring his first goal back from his head injury, um, where he missed a, a lot of football. Um, but he's now back on the score sheet. Uh, both teams needed this win, and I think um, Wolves definitely deserved it on the day. Southampton were pushing right after that, but didn't quite uh, find what they were looking for. And the final game of the match week, um, I've been, I was waiting for Arsenal to do this, just to ask you one question, which I will in a second. Um, we have Arsenal 3, Tottenham 1. Um, Emil Smithrow, Abamyang, and Saka all scoring within the first 34 minutes. And then Son pulled one back in the 79th minute. Um, I think I, I think you said this before, but I'm going to ask you again. Um, do you still think Arteta's in jeopardy or do you think he ha- now has some breathing room? I think he has breathing room now. Um, yeah. As I think I said, leading up to the last three matches for Arsenal, they need to score four points. No, they need to score six points, I think. Before um, next match week. Yeah, so that was uh, Norwich. Done, I think they've got Burnley, three in a row now. And yes, yeah, so they got Tottenham. nine. And Norwich, yeah. Burnley, Tottenham. Um, yeah. Um, Norwich, they played abysmally, but still managed to win. Burnley, they did a little bit better, but couldn't really pick one. This game, they played very well. Um, it was at the Emirates. They had the crowd behind them. Tottenham were in a shambles, I think. But I think it's good to note that although Nuno got off to a good start, he's still figuring out the team. Um, so 100%. they've got to give him a little bit of time because um, he came in really late and he's trying to figure out the best um, setup for that team. Um and he still hasn't found it yet. Um, he made some odd choices in the way he, in the way Tottenham started the match, and yeah, with the first goal, I think that let the um, the hope. Like who let the dogs out? They yeah, just went. It was a bit, they went bit ballistic. Um, um, gave it Arsenal momentum, but yeah, I think he's got breathing room. Check in yeah. at after match week twelve. I think if he's still there. Yeah. Um, but who knows? You could go and lose the next eight. And then get sacked. So, yeah, I mean, we can't um, make 
it's so tough to make predictions nah, on managerial positions. Um, I don't anyway. think he he deserves his job. I don't think of I don't think he does over the performance of the last eighteen months. In saying that, I don't think Ole Gunnar Solskjaer deserves his job in the performance that he has had. But he's still got it. He's managed to keep it. So, is it a bad thing he has been sacked? No. Well, I don't know because but I don't know. I mean, Man United were in, I mean, I wouldn't say a similar position, but they were looking very doubtful, like middle of, well, not middle, start of last season even. Yes. Um, and then, you know. They should have won the league last year. They come second, yeah. They so really think, should have won I the league. I think it's all about, it's all about patience, I think, a lot of it yeah. is. But for Gunnar Solskjaer now, he just needs to win a, if he does, if they don't win silverware this year. Yeah, I think that's a definitely... Yeah, I think they have to. Tottenham don't work. finish in the top eight this year, even to go as far as maybe top six. I'd say that as a failure from Tottenham. I'm uh, not Tottenham, yeah. Tottenham, Tottenham as well, but Arsenal. Um, yeah, I can agree. I can agree. But you know, it's big club pressure. Um, Chelsea mm. probably would have sacked their manager by now, but um, no need for that. Only one game lost. Um, <laughs> he doesn't tend to lose many in a row. Touch wood. I hope I didn't just jinx him. Um, <laughs> uh oh! And when, when he does, <laughs> when when Tuchel when Tuchel has lost games, they've only been like one goal difference. Yeah, they haven't they've been blown been out of the water. Thumping. Yeah. No. Um, All right. Anyway, we'll give them Let's that. On... Considering you know we won that. What was it called? The Champions League or something? I can't remember. Championas. Oh, that little Champions comp. League. That, that little little, little little backyard comp um, <laughs> yeah. a few months ago. Yeah. We'll we'll give him that match. Uh, uh, we'll move on to uh, the rundown now. We'll swiftly get through this. I think this week on the rundown on Friday, Championship side Derby County entered administration and received a twelve point deduction, bringing them to the bottom of the EFL Championship table. Um, obviously, club owned by Mel Morris and managed now by Wayne Rooney, find themselves in a bit of a pickle, um, to put it mildly. Yeah. I mean, what's there? <laughs> There's not really much else to say. I mean, they've had they've had uh, no, squad it's... issues from, you know, the back half of last season, um, injuries as well, um, just absolutely. And I think they got a red card in <laughs> their last game, which doesn't help at all. Uh, but yeah, they're now minus two points, um, nine points from safety, which I mean, they could have been in a way worse position and it still could get worse. But I mean, you know, this stuff unfortunately happens in football and yeah. Yeah. Let's hope they can get bought out potentially or whatever happened, whatever happens, was- because the longer they're in administration, the, the worse it will be for them. Yeah, well, didn't um, the same? The, what was the last team that it was Bolton, wasn't it? This happened too. Was it Bolton? I think it was. It was like a couple mm, of years ago, or like a year and a half ago. I can't remember. Not now. Bolton. It doesn't happen very um, often. They almost did. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, I think the main thing was that they were spending more than they were earning, tends to be the case, but they were banking on themselves getting into the Premier League and it would have been solved. Uh, Mel Morris hasn't owned the club for that long. Um, and a few years, yeah. he was actually looking to sell it to Sheikh Mansour's cousin or mm. brother, no cousin, I think. Cousin, um, yeah. But 
he must have had a look at the books and said no. Um, so if anyone wants a very well-loved um, English football club, very well-respected, um, with great history, Derby County's there for you to buy. One I reckon if we earth. put our pennies, if we put our pennies together, we might be able to scrape enough. Yeah, I don't think the buying will be a problem. I think it's repaying the debt that is the biggest expense. Um, yeah. Probably ask for it. Probably be given to us um, if we honour the debts. Buy for one <clears> pound. Yeah, which is what um, happened um, with Ken Bates um, in Chelsea before mm. he then sold it for one hundred and. 40 million pounds to Roman Abramovich in 2002. Didn't the same thing happen? Was it Palace? Yes. Palace? Similar. 2010? 2010? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's the, the major fault line, I'd say, of <clears throat> the individual club uh, owning a club. The fact that it's not, these financial decisions aren't run. This leads on to an interesting uh, story that has been run by the Australian Broadcasting Corporation. Um, the ABC for those who are not in Australia, uh, not the American ABC, the Australian ABC, um, they're completely different. Um, uh, a program called Four Corners is running tonight, I believe, as we record, it'll be out by the time here on Melbourne City, which is the City Group's um, Australian based team uh, in the A League, um, and how that has been used for sports washing, which is using um, sports clubs buying sports clubs to promote your country, basically all your thing generally by States. And we've seen that a lot. Um, and it kind of has hidden the finances and where the money's coming from and what it's being used for. Um, yeah. And obviously their, their um, top brand is Manchester city. And obviously they've been successful and they put a lot of money through there. And obviously they get the, you know, visit Abu Dhabi and stuff like that um, on mm. their shirts, but a bit like PSG and Qatar. Um, but yeah, Pretty it's one of the some... downsides. Stuff you don't gen- generally see, well, you don't really see in, say, Germany, where they have the 50 plus one rule and uh, more of a traditionally well-financed clubs like your Bayerns. They're big, but that's because they're successful and they can draw that attention. Um mm. Yeah, but let's anyway. hope that they get bought and let's hope they don't get rele- relegated because it's going to be even harder for them to get back into the championship once they are relegated. Yeah, well, yeah, as I said, they're in a very sticky situation beforehand. It makes it even worse now. Um, Yeah, that's all we have on that rundown. you have anything else? Or- yep. All right, that's right. We'll move on to the fixtures and wrap up this episode. Now it's time for the fixtures and our tipping for this week. Uh, we start off with the last match of uh, Premier League match week six with Crystal Palace taking on the mighty Brighton, who could potentially be top of the Premier League table. Uh, this takes place on Tuesday, the 20th of September at 5am. And I believe that Brighton will win two goals to nil. I'm done the same. Two nil Brighton, and they go top of the league. Um, yeah. I mean, what else? That's it. Uh, next we move on to the Champions League uh, fixtures. Starting off, uh, a match Champions League match day two fixtures. Um, and if you're new, what we do for this is we only predict the winner. Um, or if it's a draw, 
We predict draw. Tom yep. likes to predict draws. Um, starting off, off with... That's true. Starting off with Wednesday, uh, September 29th at 2.45am. There are two matches being played at this time on Wednesday. Uh, starting off with a Group C match between Ajax and Besiktas, uh, taking place at the Johan Cruyff Arena. And I have gone with Ajax to win this one. Um, yeah, I've got Ajax as well. The next match is Shakhtar Donetsk taking on Inter Milan uh, from Group D, also on the Wednesday um, at Kiev Olympic Stadium. <clears throat> and I have gone for Inter to win this one. I've gone with a, with a draw. The Bring draw. Uh, the next match is also on Wednesday. The next uh, six matches are on Wednesday, September the 29th at 5 a.m. The first being RB Leipzig taking on Club Bruges um, at the Red Bull Arena in Leipzig. And I've gone for RB Leipzig. Mm-hmm. I've gone Leipzig as well. Very good. Uh, the next match is PSG taking on Manchester City. The match of the week, uh, yep. you could say. Uh, or at least one of, if not the main match of the week. <laughs> uh, a Group A match um, taking place also on the Wednesday um, at the Parc des Princes in Paris. And I've gone for PSG. Gone with a draw. Another draw. Draw match. Uh, the next match is AC Milan taking on Atletico Madrid uh, at the San Siro Arena. Um, actually, no. <coughs> Sorry. It's taking place at the Giuseppe Mazzia in Milan. Not the yeah. San Siro. I think that might be because Inters, Inters isn't at the San Siro. Maybe that's what the San Siro is called. I don't know. Anyway, um, anyway, it's taking place there, and I've gone for AC Milan to win. <laughs> I've gone with another draw here. For God's sake. Another draw. Um, By God. Tom yep. reckons. Uh, the next match is taking place between FC Porto and Liverpool in the best stadium on the planet, or second best stadium on the planet, to be fair. Um, at the Estadio de Drago in Porto. Um, and I think that Liverpool will win this one. Yeah, Liverpool should win. Uh, the next match is Dortmund taking on Sporting. Also, sorry, also on the Wednesday at the Signal Iduna Park in Dortmund. And mm-hmm. I think the Dortmund will win. Yeah, I got Dortmund as well here. Yeah. Uh, and the last match taking place on Wednesday is Real Madrid uh, taking place, taking place ta- against Sheriff, um, the best name. Please don't go for Sheriff. You're gonna pick um, Sheriff, aren't you? <laughs> at the Santa Santiago Bernabeu, first time back. Uh, oh, interesting. Yes, first time back in the yeah, I think so. Um, after the renovations, or while they still continue. And I am going for Sheriff to win this match. Good luck. They did it last week. They're going to do it again. They're taking the Champions League by storm. I'll tell you what. Yeah, I'm a new going, Sheriff in town. I'm going Real Madrid. I mean, the Sheriff are <laughs> top of the top of their Group D right now. So, 
not I, Real Madrid. I just, I, just, I just want them to win so I can say there's a new sheriff in town. Every week. Um, every week. I just like their name, Sheriff. And their, their, their logo is like Country Western Sheriff Badge, which is pretty cool. Anyway, moving on to the matches on Thursday, um, the September the 30th. Um, there are two matches at 2.45. The first one is between Atalanta and BSC Young Boys taking place at the G-Wiz Stadium in Bergamo. Hey, what's it called? The G-Wiz? G-Wiz. <laughs> G-Wiz? Like the car. What a name. Like the car. G-Wiz. Yeah, it's a, it's a Renault, I think. Anyway, it's, it's G-E-W-I-S-S. So oh. it's called the G-Wiz Stadium. Givas. Um. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, G-wiz. yeah. Anyway, we'll G-wiz? call it the G-Wiz Stadium. G-Wiz? G-Wiz? G-Wiz. But they're, they're Italian. You're Italian, yeah. Yeah, G-Wiz. G-wiz. Yeah, you got to do the hand gesture. <laughs> G-Wiz. Um, anyway, anyway go on. Um, I think that young boys will win this match. Ah, uh, go on. Atalanta. Fair enough. Uh, the next match is between Zenit and Malmo. Mm-hmm. At the St. Petersburg Stadium, which is in St. Petersburg. Fancy that. Um, and I think that Zenit will win. Um, I've gone with the draw again. Uh, uh, Do you the think there's going to be no draws in this? <coughs> in this way? If there's no draws, I'll give you. I don't like bucks. predicting them, they're not fun. Uh, the, what was that? If there is no draws in this match week in the Prem- Champions League, I'll give you 50 bucks. There'll at least be one. Right. I'll hold you to that. Yeah. Um, the next lot of matches is on Thursday, September 30th at 5 a.m. Uh, six matches coming up. The first match is a Group E match, which is between Bayern Munich and Dynamo Kiev, taking place at the Allianz Arena. And I think Bayern Munich have this one locked down. Yeah. Yeah, give them the points now. Just, yeah, just hand them the points. Uh, the next match is another Group E match between Benfica taking on Barcelona. The Battle of the Bees. Um, uh, <laughs> Barcelona. Dynamo, um, Dynamo Kiev should change their name to Binamo Kiev. So they yeah, it, yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> I know up, what you're Tom. going for. Shut there, up, Tom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, taking place between Benfica and Barcelona. At the Estadio de Sport Lisboa, eh, Benfica, in Lisbon, um, and I think that L- no, Benfica will win. <laughs> All right. I mean, they they could, but I, I reckon Barca, Barca. I reckon Messi. Oh, Barcelona. Messi. I reckon Griezmann will playing. score. Oh, not Griezmann. No. <laughs> I'm trying to think. One elder might. Left. Oh. Oh, no, shit. Did we do this joke last time? I think we did. Yeah, probably. probably. <laughs> uh, the next match is a Group F match. A Europa League final mm. replay between Manchester United and Villarreal at Old Trafford. Um, I know who you're picking. And I think that Villarreal will win this match. I'm going with another draw. And I hope they bring their trophy. Um Oh, well, they, they had a draw last time. It didn't really end that well. Um, 
for United, that is. The next yeah. match is a Group G match taking place between Wolfsburg and Sevilla at the Volkswagen Arena. I don't know why it took me that long to read Volkswagen. Um, in Wolfsburg. And I think the Wolfsburg will be victorious. Mm. Yeah. This one could be another draw, yeah. but I'm going to go Sevilla to win. Good idea. Um, had enough of draws. Uh, the next match is RB Salzburg taking on Lille at the Red Bull Arena in Salzburg. Not the Red Bull Arena. This will be a good game. Yeah. Why didn't they call it Red Bull Stadium? Um, yeah, it will be a very good game. And I think that Lil will win. <laughs> Another one that could be a draw, but I'm going to go Lil as well. The last match of match week, match day, sorry, two of the Champions League is between Juventus and Chelsea. <laughs> and it is being played at Allianz Stadium in Turin. And I think Juventus will win this match. Yeah, I think Chelsea will win. Uh, Juventus had, I think Dybala is now injured for them as well. Um, who's now, I think, their biggest attacking threat. Chiesa will have to step up now. But yeah, I think Chelsea should win. Yep. Cool. Uh, moving on to Premier League match week seven. Uh, oh my God, I forgot about this. On <laughs> Saturday, the 2nd of October, uh, yep. with Manchester United taking on Everton at Old Trafford at 9.30pm, and I've gone for a 1-1 draw. Um, I'm going United 3-1. Uh, the next match is on Sunday, the 3rd of October, between Burnley and Norwich City at Turf Moor at 12 a.m. And I've gone 3-0 to Norwich. I've gone one 3-0 Norwich. No, that's not my prediction. <laughs> <laughs> um, I went Burnley 1-0. <laughs> you go not uh, locked The in. next <laughs> match on Sunday, <coughs> on Sunday, the 3rd of October, um, is between... Chelsea and Southampton at Stamford Bridge at 12 a.m. And I've gone for Southampton to win 1-0. I've gone Chelsea 3-0. 3-0. The next match is on Sunday, the 3rd of October between Leeds United and Watford at Elland Road at 12 a.m. And I think that Leeds will win two goals to one. Same here, 2-1. Leeds. The next match. Uh, Sorry, the that next was a massive match. delay. Yeah, that's right. The next I match. Keep, I, oh, keep, on... <laughs> I just keep doing it. <laughs> I, try, I timed the last one. I tried time. <laughs> yeah, okay. The next match is on Sunday, the 3rd of October, taking place between Wolverhampton Wanderers and Newcastle United at the Molyneux at 12 a.m. And I've gone for a 1-0 to Newcastle. I go on 1-0 Wolves. Spicy. Uh, the next match and last match on Sunday is between Brighton and Hove Albion and Arsenal at the Amex. Big at game. 3.30am. 
And I've gone for Brighton to win this two goals to one. I've gone with a 1-1 draw here. King of the draws. Uh, Mm -hmm. The next match is on Monday, the 4th of October, taking place between Crystal Palace and Leicester City at Selhurst Park at 12am. And I've gone for a 3-1 to Leicester City. I'm going with a 2-2 draw here. The next match is between Tottenham Hotspur and Aston Villa on Monday, the 4th of October at 12am at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. And I've gone for a 2-0 to Aston Villa. Gone with a 1-1 draw. You need tip draws, Uh, you know, because I am winning the tips by double digits, I think. So, pick a draw. The next next one is a draw. You will get points. The next match uh, is between West Ham United and Brentford, uh, a London Maybe derby not. of sorts, on Monday the 4th of October at the London Stadium at 12am. And I've gone for a 3-2 to West Ham United. I've gone 3-1 West Ham. Uh, and the last match of Premier League match week 7 is taking place between, and arguably the match of the week, on Monday, the 4th of October, between Liverpool and Manchester City, two arch rivals of sorts. Oh. Well, they are now anyway. Modern modern um, day rivals. Modern day rivals. Very modern day rivals. Taking place at predicting. the Fortress Anfield. And I've gone for a 3-0 to Liverpool. Mm. You know, I think... <laughs> Nothing. I'm not thinking anything right now. I'm actually going to go a nil all draw. I just wrote one one draw down for you, but I'll change that. And you've gone three nil Liverpool. Yeah, because that's going to happen. Um, th- that is all for this week on the podcast. Um, thanks for sticking around, listening to us. Um, Tom's a bit out of it at the moment. Um. That last fixture has just sent me to oblivion. I've <laughs> just yeah. re- realized that we're playing Man City in a week. Yeah. Um, anyway. anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning into this week's podcast. Make sure to follow us over on Twitter at 91 underscore pod for updates about us and the world of football. You can follow Ryan on Twitter at RP underscore shop. And you can follow myself at Thomas Hayes underscore. You can also find all of our contacts and references in the description of this podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye. See ya. See you later. See you later.